each morning at this time, we will be offering further instructions for practice, as well as reviewing the instructions that we've already had. We always begin by just sitting. Being in your sitting, breathing body and noticing perhaps that we are here. You might notice that your body is sitting, whether it's on a cushion or on a bench, in a chair. You might notice sensations of heat or cold, the various sounds in the room. You might notice that you're breathing. You might notice your mind and heart, busy, agitated, fearful, happy, joyful even, quiet, chatty. Just notice and make sure that you're here. As we've said before in this retreat, it's a great one word instruction for practice. Just here. Come back here. As you settle a bit, you might begin to notice the breath more and more. It's a very good place to rest, a place in which to anchor our practice. To actually feel the sensations of breathing. Possible you'll feel them <clears throat> primarily in the nose, or you might feel the rising and falling of the chest or that of the belly. It may be that you'll notice the whole body breathing. Most people have a particular place that's easy for them to rest with the breath. So see if you can do that. Relax into each breath, soften into each breath. Being with the sensations of breathing. Let the breath do whatever it wants to do. It can be long or short. It can be deep or shallow. Your job in this practice is not to regulate it. Your job is to just notice what breath has come to visit you this time. Sometimes it's helpful to me to remember that this is the only time 
in all of time and space that this particular breath will exist. Can I give it my attention? Can I be with it for that very brief time that it is here? So one of the first things we notice, one of the first insights of insight practice is that although staying with the breath sounds really easy, it's very difficult to do. And the mind very quickly tends to wander off, gets caught by something, and we go off into comments or judgments or storytelling When that happens, notice that you've wandered off and then simply bring the attention back. There's no need to judge or to criticize. Much better to simply go, hooray, I'm back. You've waked up again, that's what you came here to do. And you're back again, resting with the breath. But the breath isn't all there is to this practice. Sometimes what's going to happen is there are going to be other strong sensations in the body. It might be the experience of a sound. It might be some pain in your back or your shoulders or your knees. There might be an itch or heat or cold and it becomes really strong. This is not a distraction. This is what is. And sometimes it can be skillful to shift the attention slightly and to rest it on the experience of the throbbing or the heat or the cold, or the sound. can be helpful sometimes to name it if that's useful for you. And stay with it a little bit, with kind of an edge of curiosity. Notice that it probably will shift and change. And then when it's either less compelling or it fades away, come back to the breath. The breath is your anchor. You can even, if you like, take the breath to that sensation, breathing into your aching back or the itch as a way of keeping yourself anchored. And again, if you wander off into the story, the story of your back or your knee, when you wake up, come back.
vipassana is known to be both an insight or wisdom practice. It's also a purification practice. So as we sit in these quiet days together, sometimes what comes up is a difficult memory or some emotion. For now, no need to push it away, notice it. For now, feel it in your body. If the anger comes or the fear comes, be aware of it in the body, breathe into it, and then when you're a bit settled, come back to the breath. Today can be really an in-the-body day. Being in the body as you sit and breathe, later on as you walk, one breath at a time, being with what is. Galway Cannell likes to say, whatever what is, is, is what I want. Only that, but that. We rest here with what is, with the breath, with body sensations, coming back every time we wander off, keeping it really simple, relax, no need to strive, relax and enjoy your practice.
So there's another poem that I carry around with me when I'm practicing. It's by John O'Donohoe, and he says, I would like to live as the river flows, carried by the surprise of its own unfolding. So that's a good instruction for today. You can be carried by the surprise of your own unfolding. You have no idea what lies ahead of you in this day, in your body, in your mind, in your heart, outside, around you. So let it unfold and unpack itself one moment at a time. In a few minutes, we're gonna go out to walk. I think I'll save my one walking instruction for later. And I'm gonna do a few announcements now and then one right at the end. And we'll have time for a couple of questions. So, uh, the first thing is that Walt will be sitting in on my interviews today. He'll be sitting in with various, all of us at different times. This is a really great opportunity for him to see how we do interviews. Um, He'll do his best to be unobtrusive. And he's a really nice guy. (laughs) So please consider him to be your ally in the interview. And, um, And if it seems really impossible for him to be there, he will not take it. in an unhappy way if you send him out. Um, But for the most part, it's really a gift to all of us, actually, uh, when you allow him. And sometimes it's actually handy to have someone else with another pair of eyes and ears in there. So um, that will be true. Having said everything that we said about time last night, we are really, we're experimenting with something today. Some of us are more used to it than others, which is the 10-minute interview. So that's what you've got. And most of us, I think maybe all of us, have brought our devices, and they're going to be set for like about nine minutes with some kind of little quiet sound. I know I have a little wood clunk on mine that will let us know when we've got into the nine-minute So you can serve yourself and us by being aware of time and know that it is short. We can get a lot done in 10 minutes, but we have to uh, not, you know, have to. It'll be one of those places where you can see how this small amount of time can actually have a vast amount of space. So let's see if we can do that together in those interviews. Okay, the other announcement I'm going to say for the end So are there any questions about the instructions or anything I said last night? Um, Yes, please. You might get a different answer from each one of us, I suspect. It's a very interesting question. What is the difference between mindfulness and awareness? Are they the same? Are they interchangeable? In my own way of seeing it, my sense of awareness is it's more of a ground 
Like we have, we have a very, all of us in this moment are aware of this room and the people sitting in this room. But awareness doesn't, it's, I, I think of mindfulness as that place where awareness turns in on itself in a way, or it becomes exponential, you could say it that way. So when you are really, you take that awareness and, and are fully present with a particular piece of it in any moment. That help? Yeah? Okay. Play with that a little bit. And then when you have an interview with someone else, ask them and you might get a different answer. Yeah, please. Do I see a hand back there? My vision isn't great, so agitate a little bit if, uh, and especially it's not good on this side. So if anybody over here uh, is waving, but please in the back. Will you say where the interview rooms are? Yes, we will. Yeah, I will. Just hold on. Anything else? The interview rooms, just in case where somebody's at here. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have called them interviews, for one thing. We, we're trying to get, we used to do that. I'm trying to call them practice discussions. So really what it is, is a chance to sit down with a teacher, talk a little bit about your practice, a little bit about what's happening with your sitting and your walking. Uh, it's a particularly good place to bring questions, and sometimes most of us harbor questions that we're a little uneasy about asking in this big room, but uh, not. But just, you know, check in and report. And then we can help, you know, guide you a little to the right, a little to the left, a little faster, a little slower, whatever, and hopefully help you have more ease with your practice. Yeah. Yeah. So they are practice discussions. You are not being interviewed. If anybody's being interviewed, it's us. So relax. It's, this is not, you know, you come to the interview, it's like, do you get the job or don't you get the job? Not that kind. No, not at all. Uh, please. Uh-huh. Please. Uh-huh. Pass, but don't like just try to push them away. Um, when I practice just in general, like, you know, in daily life, mm-hmm. I, I use my breath as my anchor, but I will, like, say, for instance, if birds are chirping or whatever, like, allow my awareness. To uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Then come back. Exactly. Airplane or feeling. So I kind of, like, like, let whatever pops up go. Is it, should I narrow it? You know, it's a little bit going to depend on what is skillful for your practice in that moment. Sometimes if we're in a situation, so he's asking about, do I go out with these different experiences, hearing, you know, itching, whatever, some anger, or do I stay with my breath? You know, how much do I allow that? Sometimes it's really helpful to just stay with one thing, because staying with one thing, like the breath, brings a great deal of calm and stability and concentration. So you're really kind of insisting that the mind stay in one place. Sometimes the awareness is much more vast and open, and you're noticing hearing, and then you're noticing the itch, and then you notice the story about the itch, and then you come back to the breath, and then there's another sound, and you go over there, and you're able to do that. It's a little like, I think of like a telephoto lens and a camera, 
So sometimes you're way up close. You're watching the hairs in your nose blowing in the breeze. And then sometimes you're way out there hearing, seeing, tasting, touching, smelling, one after another, so fast. What's skillful in order to stay here is really the question. So play with it a little bit. Okay, we're going to have to have the last announcement. And then, so the rooms are, I'm going to be in the council house. Heather is going to be in room one. John is in room five. Gil is in room two. Rebecca is holding court for the yoga upstairs for which half of the room this morning? This half, okay. All right, so here's the last announcement. In a minute, we're all going to get up and leave. Please let the teachers go first. We have to get to our interview rooms, okay? And once you see that the teachers have gone, take a breath and let anybody who has the first interview. So that's just going to be a few people. It'll be four first interview people who can get up first and go. Then you guys over here sit still for a little bit longer and let the yoga people go first because they're going to need to get to the bathroom, some of them, before they get upstairs. And then you folks go last. So you might figure on another 10 or 20 breaths over on this side of the room while everyone else gets out. One last instruction. Walking is a wonderful practice. During my time of retreat, one day I made myself with every step stop and say here and make sure I was here. It was a wonderful way to practice walking. So I offer that to you as a final instruction that might support your walking practice. So please enjoy your day and your interviews and your yoga and your sitting and walking and um, everything else. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.